this is Stephanie Hansen, and you're listening to the Makers of Minnesota, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And a very cool person today that I found from my friend Elizabeth Reese. Elizabeth Reese is the host of Twin Cities Live and often fills in for me on my radio show, Weekly Dish. And she was doing something, a kind of question and answer on Instagram the other day. And she talked about how she keeps her life organized. And her and I have talked about organization in the past because she's got a busy family. I uh, owned a company. I am doing lots of podcasts and writing a cookbook and lots of different things. And so I'd like to welcome Danny Blueflot from the Daily Page. And this is a tool that Elizabeth uses to keep organized, and it's an organizer system. And Danny, can you tell me a little bit about why you created the Daily Page? Yes, I created the design actually more than a decade ago, back in 2010, when I was kind of fresh out of grad school, working my first full time job. I was moonlighting as a writer with Minneapolis St. Paul magazine, Funny, starting my own blog, starting an Etsy shop. At that time, I was selling jewelry. And then I was also planning my wedding, which was coming up that summer. And so I had a lot on my plate. And I think as anybody that has kind of been in that phase of life knows when you're kind of like at that age, you're not like totally in it. You're kind of like getting your bearings. I just felt kind of unmoored. And so I went to Target hoping to find like a planner that was going to help me organize like all these aspects of my life as well as like my overall health and wellness and went in, didn't really find what I was looking for. I felt like every planner was really about like scheduling and kind of the grind. And so then I just went home and decided I was going to kind of like make like a one sheet thing that I felt kind of like would kind of encompass all aspects that I needed to track, Um, made the design. At that time I had a little blog that I was writing. So I put the design up on that for free. And over time, people started asking um, if I could make it into notepads. And so in 2012, I think it was, I printed like my first batch of notepads. And that was kind of where it started. And (laughs) it started as just like a design for myself. But over the years, I've kind of taken feedback from users and kind of created this design that I think does a really good job of helping you track all aspects of your workday and your, you know, personal and home life as well. I think that's why it appealed to me because when I went to your Instagram account and looked at it, it not only kind of is like a daily planner, but there was a space for notes. There's a space for your hydration log. There's a space for just talking about kind of how your mental health is. And it really felt like if you are someone that has a lot of different jobs or is working on a side hustle that this would be a place that you could kind of bring that all together in a way that was really intentional. Yeah, that's definitely kind of the idea. And also the fact that it's kind of a relationship, right? Like the more your wellness is in tune, the more your work can benefit from that. And I always kind of say, I believe that when we feel our best, we can do our best work. And so it kind of plays off each other. There are a lot of planners out there. And I feel like people are sort of either paper people or they're not. And maybe this is not that uncommon, but with our digital lives, it feels like you have to do a certain amount of this digitally just to function in the world. But then the paper is something I always come back to. And I love having like a notebook and reflecting on that. Do you find that people are sort of straddling both systems? Yes. And I feel like a lot of us went through a phase, maybe like five or so years ago, where we felt like we wanted to put everything digitally. And a lot of us now are kind of coming back to paper. And I think that this is, you know, this is actually one of my favorite things to talk about, because I think 
there's a lot of benefits to writing things down on paper. We know that it actually has cognitive benefits that those motor skills provide feedback to the brain. That's really important and valuable for us feeling ownership over what we do for our brains to start breaking those tasks down and thinking about processing them. And that just by writing something down, you can become up to 40% more likely just to complete it. So there are actually benefits to it, but I think it has a lot to do with the fact that like a lot of us grew up with paper, you know, everything wasn't digital. And I think that that's really important, but I, I'm a huge proponent of those digital tools that we use. I love Google Calendar. I love Microsoft To Do. That's my kind of task manager of choice. And I use that for tracking big picture projects and big picture goals. And then the daily page is really meant to complement those digital services. And I like to say you kind of get the best of both worlds. It's the daily page isn't a redundant planner. It's not meant to replace Google Calendar. It's meant to exist beside it and kind of bring the strengths of both out. And so it kind of allows you to parse that information out of the cloud every day. So you're not wasting time and energy going in and out of those apps all day long. You kind of use the daily page to parse that information out. So you have it all on one piece of paper, get your work done at the throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, you can go in and reconcile those services with, with what you got done. Yeah. And I think too, different, like if you're dealing with multiple projects, You know, you have different steps that you're taking for each project and having it on this piece of paper or in this planner notebook type situation really felt handy in the day when I used to like be working partly at home, partly in an office, partly in my car to just rip off that piece of paper and kind of carry that with me for the day is also handy. It is. Yeah. And I offer it in like different formats. So I have a printable that people like. I have a 50 page notepad and I know some people really like just like that tear off sheet. And then I also a couple of years ago launched a spiral bound planner. So you can actually have, uh, it comes in a six month format. So you can have six months together at a time, which also is really nice. Do you do, or did you do a lot of research into goal setting yourself and just the idea of how people goal set, because we're coming up on the new year. And this is the time when a lot of people try to create new habits. And do you have any tips for that? I do. Of course, I'm a huge um, fan of habits and goal setting and really doing intentional work with kind of where you want to be over the next year. This year, I'm actually hosting a end of year workshop that started today actually was the first day of it um, to kind of just help people walk through my five-step process for kind of reviewing your past year, uh, projecting what you want for the next year, outlining those goals, and then breaking those goals down into an actual plan. Because I think a lot of us are good at kind of like walking into the year with a few goals maybe. But the thing that a lot of us kind of skip out on is kind of putting an intentional plan and action behind it. And so the workshop is kind of walking people through that. But as far as my tips, I really love the SMART method for goal setting. And that is kind of when you take a goal and then you make it SMART, you just apply these five different factors to it. Um, I also really like um, the DOSE method, which is Uh, It stands for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. And those are kind of the hormones that get released in our brains anytime we achieve something. And so that's kind of the idea that when you give your brain that little achievement hormone, you want to repeat that behavior. And so we see this a lot with checklists or to-do lists. It's why a lot of us 
naturally love making a checklist is because when you fill that box in, you get that little achievement hormone and that makes you feel good. It gives you a little bit of a high. It makes you want to repeat the behavior. And so one of my favorite tips for getting things done is to start your day with some easy wins instead of like a lot of people have been told, do the most important thing first. My approach is actually do the easy things first, like do the low hanging fruit. And so start your day with three easy wins. Think of three things that you could do in like five minutes or less, and you'll feel really good about them. Maybe it's like clearing off your desktop, sending that attachment to somebody, calling and making a dentist appointment, just those little things, because that gets your brain going. It gives you that dose hormone and you can kind of ride that momentum into a more complex task. So I actually like to do three easy wins and then kind of the thing I'm dreading or not really looking forward to (laughs) as my fourth thing on my list. That's smart. And the way that the planners laid out is the easy wins are kind of in the top left corner. So you can like start your day right with that. And yeah, it's funny because with the big things first, it just feels like you end up procrastinating longer and more. Absolutely. Yes. And the fact that that actually occurs is backed up by research. They see that a lot in studies that when people put the hardest task at the beginning of their day, they actually, it just takes them longer to actually get their day started. They just postpone it. Well, and also I think, isn't there research that it takes like 21 days or something to make an actual habit? So it takes a while for these types of activities to get implanted in your brain to become part of your daily routine. Yeah. And one of my favorite tips, if you want another one I do. for building habits is actually, so it's, it's an interesting thing to learn about when we learn new habits and processes in our brain, our brain basically creates like a neurological pathway. And as kids, we have all kinds of these for all these little tasks and things that we're learning. And as we age, our brain goes through a process called synaptic pruning, where it actually takes away any pathways that aren't benefiting us, any that we don't use anymore or any that aren't that important. And so we're left with the ones that are just really important ones that we've done over and over and over again throughout our life. So like getting up, brushing your teeth, making coffee, that's probably a -hmm. pathway that most of us have in our brain. And so if you want to start a new habit, like let's say this year, you want to journal for 10 minutes every morning, a really good way to kind of help your brain adjust to that is to connect that new habit to an old habit that's along that pathway. So if you get up every morning, brush your teeth and make coffee to add journaling in there, you might say, When I turn on the coffee machine, I'm going to sit down by the table and journal for 10 minutes. That'll kind of help you to create kind of a connection between making the coffee, which you already do every single day and that new habit. So I always encourage people to just kind of make a list of all of the habits that they already do every single day, whether it's walking the dog, feeding the dog, dropping the kids off, um, making the coffee. Those habits that you do every day without fail are going to be kind of like your connector habits. And then think about the new habits you want to develop and just make connections between them. That is really smart. And you do so many things that are rote or that are habitual that you don't even realize like in your daily routine. And I I don't know when I quit smoking and that 21 days really stuck in my brain. And I thought if I can just get to 21 days and then I got to 28 days and then I was kind of just done. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like to believe that they're bad at routines. Like they'll never be a person with a morning routine, but the truth is that most of us are really, really good at habits and routines. It's just a matter of kind of sneaking the new ones in there and kind of tricking our brain to follow them. Yeah, for sure. Now you took this planner idea and you also made an iPad version. I'm so curious about how you would even start to begin that process. 
Yeah. So the iPad version is what we'd consider a digital planner and it's for an app called GoodNotes, which is really popular in the digital planning world. It's a really nice app with a great interface and a great user experience. And so basically it's an interactive PDF file of my design that people can use within the GoodNotes app. And yeah, I mean, I can answer more specific questions, I guess, about what it's like to develop that. But for the most part, the process is pretty straightforward once you have the the design for the planner and can kind you, of convert it into digital. Yeah. Did you already have a relationship with someone at GoodNote or why did you pick that as your platform? Was it just through research that that was the one you liked the best? Technically, you can use my planner in any app that would allow you to import and annotate a PDF. So there's yep. various ones like Notability, OneNote, GoodNotes, and you can use it in any of those. It's just a matter of basically converting my digital planner into an interactive PDF file that people can then put on their device and use. And it's cool because if you use that digital version, it can also be searchable. I'm under the impression. Yep. Yeah. Especially I'm most familiar with GoodNotes, so I'll probably reference that one, but yeah, GoodNotes no for sure has like a search function. So you can, you know, handwrite in the journal digitally using your Apple pencil or stylus, and then you can go into GoodNotes and search for it. So I really like that because it's nice if you do like journaling or a lot of note-taking to be able to go in and just like basically search your own journal is pretty cool. Do you, do you keep notebooks and do you look back at them? I do. Yeah. I'm a big, uh, big journaler, big I mean, I've always kept a paper planner and I have my paper planners going back till probably like fifth or sixth grade, I think. Oh, um, wow. And I think it's always fun to look back on them. There's a lot of glitter gel pen, you know, but <laughs> it's nice to look back. <laughs> and do you, was the idea, I, I sometimes think writers, you know, obviously keep journals and maybe go back, but do you look back at them and like think of your accomplishments that you've achieved? Yeah, and I think it's nice also for people that are very into like goal setting and habit building because it's fun to kind of see that progression over time as well. Yeah, and you're uh, running this company. Are you? Do you think at any point you would add other products, or is it the idea of the goal setting and the leadership and the coaching that you like, or is it the literal like product development and the paper piece? A little bit of both, I guess. For the bulk of my career, I was working in social media and running a social media agency and doing the planners and having the Etsy shop was kind of like my side hustle. Yeah. And so it was a couple of years ago that I decided to kind of fade out of the client work that I was doing and kind of take everything that I had learned and doing like social media for other businesses where I had launched products with Target and Anthropology and Sephora and a lot of big national retailers and kind of put what I had learned into my own product and into my own business. So right now I'm kind of in that phase of um, putting more of my time and energy into my own product. And this year I launched like an independent site. So now I'm not only on Etsy, I have my own web shop as well and kind of redoing the branding. We redesigned the planner, updated it and moved production to a woman-owned printing press in Minnesota, which was a big project, but really exciting. Oh, cool. Where are you printing at? The printer's based in St. Paul, Minnesota. Sure. It's really nice because my team is also in Minnesota, so they can actually pick the product up themselves. And so we don't do any freight, which is great for like the carbon footprint of the product. Sure. And we are going to be expanding the collection this year, which I'm excited about. So we're going to have some new products coming out. So yeah, I'm kind of in the midst of those decisions, I guess, that you asked about, but the answer is a little bit of both. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm excited about that. Your social media game is really strong. And I feel like 
this is a space that there's so much to offer in terms of that, because I think women are inclined to be more collaborative and we're looking for connections and, you know, planners and daily affirmations and goal setting and all those things kind of feed into that. So I feel like you're in a great space from the social perspective in order to really expand on that voice. Thank you. That's really kind, but it is nice to see kind of like all those years that I spent working kind of in that world of social media um, just kind of be helpful and beneficial to my business overall. I did learn a lot <laughs> through that experience. And so it's nice to be able to apply it to my business. Do you feel like as an entrepreneur, it's hard sometimes for people to make that decision to let go of maybe some of their paying jobs as it were, or things that they can count on and really take the leap. What made you decide that it was just time? I think it was just the fact that I had believed so much in this product for so long and that it was still a product that I was using every day, almost a decade later. And so I think I just really believed in what it could do for people. And I had a really great like customer base at that time. I was getting a lot of good feedback and I knew that the biggest barrier to me, like really leaning into it was just not having the time and energy because at the end of the day, I'd been doing social media and marketing for other people and I didn't really have the energy to be doing it for myself. And so I just kind of realized that I wanted my time and my talent to go into something that I believed in as much as I believed in the daily page. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited for you. I think it's a cool product. I can't wait to order it. I wanted to talk to you before I ordered it, but I think I'm going to order. I can't decide if I'm going to order the notepad or the notebook because I kind of can see using both depending on, you know, which office, because we're all moving around in offices too, right? Some working at home. Now we're in an office two days a week. We might be in our car. (laughs) Everybody's moving around so much. Um, it is the daily page. You can find it at the dailypage.com. Danny, it's great to talk to you and I'll be looking forward with interest at what your next product innovations are. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. And the URL is dailypageshop.com. Shop.com. Okay, great. We yeah. want to make sure we get that right. Yeah. And I did set up a discount code for your listeners. It's just makers of MN and it's for 10% off their purchase. All right. Well, I would encourage anybody, if you're interested in starting off the new year with a bang, to go ahead and get the product. I'm going to get it. And I also would encourage them to go to your site because I felt like you had a lot of good time management tips and a lot of good information there as well. And your social game, like I said, on your Instagram was really strong too. So thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. 